to Vit Friends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Vit Friends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Mullineau. For information about Vit Friends classes, support groups for youth, teens, and adults, visit us at www.vitfriends.org. For questions or comments, you can email us at support at vitfriends.org. Bit Friends podcasts are now sponsored by my Vitiligo team. Welcome to Living Life and Love. This is your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. So today I have a special discussion with Diane, part of our Bit Friends community. Welcome, Diane. Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, we're going to get into more of how I'm doing. In just a few minutes, because for our listeners, our discussion today will be stress in the era of COVID. And just remember, this is based on our experiences and our opinions. You know, we're not experts in the field. However, we're going to share what we have been dealing with and seeing. So on that note, Diane, anything you want to say before we start? Get ready. Get ready. (laughs) T.D. Jakes, for those who know who he is, get ready, get ready, get ready, because this is a really hot topic and something absolutely. that people need to be talking about. Right. Absolutely. So let, let's throw it out this stress. You know, um, we are in this COVID era where we've been dealing with this for too long. Yes. And we know we have to wear a mask and, you know, people are getting vaccinated and some don't want to get vaccinated. Some people want their kids in school. Some don't want them in school. So, you know, all these things we're dealing with and what's happening, what I'm seeing and, you can kind of jump in. I'm seeing we are all stressed. Like it's just weighing on us heavy. I totally agree. I like to use that word overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. There we go. I just said that to somebody earlier. I said, I'm overwhelmed, you know, and it's one of those things I I feel like it doesn't matter uh, who you are, where you work, Mm -hmm. what you do for a living, you know, your economics doesn't matter. Your religion doesn't matter. It, it's affecting everybody. Every, yes, it is. Kids too. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and as adults, you know, we put on the front sometimes like, oh, I'm not stressed. I'm not dealing. I'm good. <laughs> you know, but we're going to get to that comment. I'm good. A little bit later. But this is really affecting everybody. Like you said, the kids, we both work on this, work in the school system. So we see it firsthand. Right. You know, with the stress. Um Let's identify what does that look like? What what are some of those things that you're seeing in your school and I'll share back and forth? Well, definitely we have to talk. I have to talk as a special education teacher, um, just as a teacher, period. I'm seeing teachers are overwhelmed. They feel um, it's it's just it's it's a totally different era of teaching. It's a totally different era of being in the education system period. And um, I think everyone's trying to adapt. Everyone's trying to make sure that our kids are still getting the education that they deserve. Um, But we're finding that a struggle because COVID caused us, of course, to um, not teach as we typically taught before. And we were online. And we all know that when you put kids online, 
that you cannot <laughs> you cannot get them focused. You cannot right, get right. them. So kids lost. You know, a lot right, of our kids, right. we we noticed that that year affected them in terms of what they were learning, what they learned in that year. And it was not because of lack of the teaching effort. It was just that it's a different atmosphere when you're trying to have your your student, your child, your whoever learn in an online environment versus being in face-to-face. So that's one of the biggest things that we're seeing in trying to figure out how do we make this work and then dealing, of course, with all these state agencies or to school. (laughs) Everybody. Yeah. You know, we can laugh about it. And I know some people may say, oh, it's not funny. It, sometimes you have to laugh at what you're given because if you don't, you might cry. Yes. You know, and working in the school system, we're thrown into a unique situation where, yes, we have to teach the kids. Mm-hmm. We have to protect the kids. You know, that's on a uh, on a normal basis. But the, right now, the past two years has not been normal because... Not we're we're protecting them from something we can't see. Exactly. And the stress of it is, you know, you're constantly saying to the kids, keep your mask on. And as we know, working in, in the special education field, that's impossible for some kids because they don't quite understand, you know. Exactly. And and then you, you know, you don't want to fear the kids. You want to love the kids, but you fear them also because you know they can have the virus. Exactly. Even if I'm vaccinated, I can still get it and give it to somebody else. You know, it's all these fears that we're dealing with. And then you're trying to teach and you're trying to stay focused and you can't stay focused because then you get the latest update. Exactly. And, and, and you see the numbers climbing right, and you're like, right. oh God, you, and then teachers are out and you're like, okay, are they out because of COVID? Absolutely. Yeah. You don't so know. You don't know. You really and, don't and know. And it's one of those things where we used to be close with our coworkers. And now I feel that distance. Like I feel that we have been divided, not on purpose, mm-hmm. but because of the pandemic, you are afraid. You know, you are. people that used to eat lunch with, it's like, no, no, no. I'm eat by myself in the corner I over here. Myself. <laughs> right. I'm in my office by myself. Well, maybe one other person, but yeah. And and I, I don't know about you, Mark, but here in Texas, um, our kids are not mandated <laughs> to wear that mask, of course. Right, and right. so we're dealing with that now. And when you hear kids coughing and sneezing and they don't have on a mask, <laughs> right? that's a whole nother level. It's a whole it, nother level. You know, and we can't just blame the kids. Let's talk no. about the adults. Yeah, because that too. I, and although yes. We, <laughs> Although we have the mask mandate here in Raleigh, in, in North Carolina, you know, there's some people that refuse to wear them. Mm-hmm. And it always same, seems like the people who do not wear the mask are the ones coughing and gagging mm-hmm. and choking and sneezing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, come on, people. I, I just want to get through this so we can get back to a sense of what was normal. Mm-hmm. And right now, wearing a mask is not normal, Mm-mm. you know. But it's what we have. It's necessary. Yeah, Yeah. it is necessary. But that's a part of that stress. You know, what what it's doing to us, you know, it's making us um, anxious, it's making us fearful, you know, it's making us socially awkward because, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to be around people, but you don't want to be around people. You want to trust people, but you don't trust people. You know, it it really... Because you don't know where the... 
the individuals you're around, you can say you know them, but you don't know who they're around. And Absolutely. COVID, like we said, when you started out, it does not have any discrimination of who it right. is right now. And so you can look fine, feel fine, right. and have COVID. I've been fully vaccinated, but and I know I have coworkers, I know individuals who were vaccinated and have caught COVID. Absolutely. And, and in our field, a lot of people don't realize when you work in special education, you can't keep that distance that exactly. they want you to keep. Mm -hmm. You know, where a lot of us are hands on. We might deal with body fluids, you know, um, where hands on with the kids, maybe having to pick somebody up or, you know, mm -hmm. all these different things that people don't get or don't exactly. know. And it brings extra stress. You know, I don't care how many times I put on sanitizer, you know, I still deep in my mind, I'm thinking, is this the day that I might get COVID? Exactly. And I don't want to go. I don't want to live life like that. You know, exactly. And our kids where I'm at, um, Mark, my kids are in for those who are in a general education population because oh, they okay. have learning disabilities. Right. And so I'm exposed not only to the fact that they're in general education, but these are kids, they still have special, not, I don't want to say they have special learning disabilities, right, but right. they still have the, that um, difficulty understanding why it's important to wear Absolutely. the mask. And so it, it's, 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 it's stressful. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's stressful. It is. It is. It is. Um, and, and, you know, and it manifests in so many different ways. And I say anxiety because I know in my daily move about, you know, going around, like I'll try to go to Walmart Target in the morning because mm -hmm. I know no one's in there. <laughs> when they open those doors, I'm in and I'm out. But if I have to get something during the day, it's that uh, I hope there's not a lot of people in there. If yeah. I see a lot of people, I'll, I'll, I will leave, you know, yeah. um, unless there's something I really need. You know, if I have to pick up this, I need to get it. And I will track out my path in the Walmart or Target in a heartbeat. Okay, <laughs> 10 people over there. Let me go to the next aisle. Oh, there's somebody there. Let me go to the next one. I don't care how long it takes me to get to the and register. And think about what your mind is going through just with right. that. Simple stuff. But even so, standing in line, I'm thinking, how close is this person behind me? Mm -hmm. You know, you're too close. And then I'll start. And there's just weird things I'll do. Like, I'll, I'll stretch myself out. Like I, I make myself bigger than what I am. My one leg is back here to keep people at a distance because people don't care. It's like not, and I can't say everybody. Some people just don't care. Right. And I do have my personal space, and mm -hmm. now you have invaded my personal and my COVID space. You know, <laughs> and it's you know you just feel like you shouldn't have to live life like that. But that's what we're like a we're bubble, dealing with. like we're in a bubble, right? House and and right. it's and we we want to have that vacuum bubble, but we don't have it. Just we don't, honestly, we don't. we don't have it. Um, and I know you said like it's like I say this all the time. Like when a well, I said this all the time about getting back to a sense of normalcy. But when we think about it, nothing's ever going to be normal again. Nothing. Me how we move about in this world, how we interact with each other, mm -hmm. how we speak to each other, you know, um, just simple, you know, when you see people you used to know, how we used to hug back in the days, you know, we, I think that as people yeah, color, we hug. <laughs> yep, fist bump, maybe <laughs> I might give you a five, <laughs> yeah, something. But it's where we, we fear, you know, and if somebody says, hey, we have this function, how many people? I want to mm -hmm. know. Yeah. And then let me decide from there. 
And I've been in a situation where I was in an event um, with other people and I found myself in the corner on purpose because it was too many people mm-hmm. in that one area. I was like, Mm-mm, let me go over here to the corner. And I hate to feel like I'm being standoffish or, or um, an introvert, but I am introverted by nature. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I didn't want to be in the mix of that. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You know, I see enough videos online. I see enough things posted on Facebook where people are partying and having a good time. And, yes. and I'm like, yo, none of y'all have on mask. Come on. I understand you want to enjoy yourself. I, I get if you take a quick picture, snap the picture, put your mask back on. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, these people are partying and having a good time. Like there's nothing out there. Exactly. And let me say this for someone back in November, my husband and I both had COVID. Right. And my husband's a musician. And of course, I'm in the teaching in the education. And we did, we thought we did everything right. We right. thought we wore our masks. We thought we watched our distancing. We thought we did what we were supposed to do. And when we started having some um, of the, uh, in, some of the side effects or whatever, whether you want to say of COVID, symptoms of COVID, right. we were initially like, Mm, can't be. We've done everything right. And I will never forget, we went on a Wednesday. And so, you know, you wait the three days just to get right. tested. Just to, And we like now, and it was Friday the 13th, November oh, 13th. <laughs> Friday and the 13th. And my Uh-oh. phone rang and it was my doctor. I. It's like you. the symptoms aren't, you know, they're like flu-like, you know, you think, okay, I got a cold and I've been stressed. Right. When she called, she said, your symptoms. She said, you're positive. Wow. You tested positive. My husband already knew. He's like, it's going to, we didn't, we had two different doctors, but we already anticipated. Right. And we were just talking today about how we know being together going through this is how we survive. My husband right. started working out, you know, COVID has other health implications. If you have right. other health implications, it, it can make it worse. My husband had just started riding, cycling and stuff. So I did a little riding, but when I tell you that COVID is not something anybody wants, um, it was it was the worst experience I've had. And so the stress of now not wanting to get it again. Right. That it's, it's serious. And, and that's the thing, you know, and for our listeners, we're talking about stress, but we yes. also, we're also talking about how the pandemic, pandemic is affecting mm-hmm. us. And that's one of the fears of getting, I, I've been very fortunate to not have COVID. Um, when, when this thing happened, I didn't hang around anybody. I was, I was isolated completely, but having to go back to work was fearful mm-hmm. because I'm thinking we're not prepared for this. This is, we're not a hospital. We don't have certain right. things in place. We, you know, and all we have is a mask supposedly mm-hmm. six feet apart from each other. And sanitizer and, and wash sanitizer. your hands. That's it. Right. That's all the protection we have. Mm-hmm. And that fear sets in. And like you said, you you had it once and you fear you don't want to get it again. Exactly. You know, I've talked to enough of my friends to say, you know, Mark, you don't want this. You know, this is how what it did to me. I'm just recovering. And I know some people in our community I see on Facebook, they're talking about mm-hmm. getting through their COVID. You know, um, I would call it a scare because, you know, they had it and they weren't sure how they're going to pull out of it. And, you know, this is a reality of what we're dealing with in this day and age, this Mm -hmm. virus. And it affects everybody, including our vitiligo community. Uh, And I know we are 
very fearful because I, I see the messages and you know the things that go out there about um our immune systems and mm-hmm. are we more susceptible to getting the virus. However, I've heard from a doctor that that explained, you know, we have an overactive immune system. You're right. So mm-hmm. we're kind of he said the way our immune system acts and is fighting our bodies, he said you're just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get it like everybody else. You know, you're not more susceptible to it. He said, you're just like the average person because your immune system is already crazy. You know Exactly. And I am a witness that you can get <laughs> right. as somebody with vitiligo. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and, and what that looks like with vitiligo and the stress of it, uh, we talked about it earlier before we came on, spots, more spots, mm. spot, 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 spots. Um, and I put it that way. Um, that's all you see. That's all you see. Uh, for myself, you know, and I've had discussions with people in the community that said, you don't look that bad. And I'm thinking, yeah, and the picture doesn't look that bad. <laughs> I look at my skin every day. I have these tiny little thousands of spots all over my legs. I have it on the right side of my arm. My left side sort of repigmented in some mm-hmm. areas. My hands, it's, it's my hands, you know. Um, but, in, and it's really all over my body. And, mm-hmm. I, and you and I kind of talked about that, you know. When I tell somebody we're like cheetahs, that's what it looks like. A <laughs> cheetah, you know, just mm-hmm. spots galore. Now, are you you're seeing more spots as well? Oh my gosh, Mark. <laughs> it's like I told my husband from this this year, I'm okay, so I'll say it like this as a uh, being a part in a, a for those who don't know, I actually am um, one of the group leaders for our organization here in Houston. And when I tell you that I had started becoming, I started accepting just a few years ago, I just started accepting coming out without wearing makeup. And right, right. Like, okay, I can do this. When these spots started spreading, I had to step back and just said to my husband, okay. I'm supposed to be okay with this and I'm right, not okay. Right, right. When I start seeing more spots and under my, on my face and right. and my chest and my arms. And like you were saying, my legs are like, like you said earlier, freckled, yeah. <laughs> for lack of another word, speckled, freckled, whatever. And you think that you're okay, you know, um, and all of a sudden here's another thing that you're dealing with, you know? Right. Um, I, I spoke about that on another podcast, um, I think with Ben, and we were talking about the levels of acceptance. And as soon as you get to that top, you're like, I'm good. I've reached yes. that, that, and I, I can support other people. And it takes one thing to bring you right back down. And I feel like this pandemic, that pandemic yeah, has yeah. done that just with the changes, you know, and I'm good some days and some days I'm not, I'm like, Oh, I throw on my shorts and I look at my legs. Oh. Go back to the jeans, That's me you know. Too. That's I understand. <laughs> um, I understand. Even at work, because it it has spread more on my hands in certain areas. Um, but it's not consistent. It's just spotty, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking, and we're on a Zoom, uh, Google meeting call at work, and I throw up my hands to say something. I'm like, ooh, I didn't, I didn't mean to put that in the camera, you know. Yeah, I get <laughs> but, it. But because I me, think we're just more aware now right. because we see it. Right, absolutely. And that's what happened. And that actually happened today. What I they asked, um, like if you agree with something, um, raise your hand or whatever. And instead of me doing it like that, I kind of did like this. And I'm like, 
I didn't mean to show them all my spots. Come on. <laughs> but I, I recognize it, you know, and I mm -hmm. think it what it's doing is making us more conscious of or self-aware of our spots and taking notice. Um and and it's I don't know, I think for some people, and I and I see some of the comments made, it it's really hitting our community hard. Mm -hmm. You know. Um it, and I hope that as a community, and I'm not talking about just vet friends, I'm talking about bit of LIGO right. community exactly. across the globe, mm -hmm. that we can really get out there and support each other to to help each other through this, because that's the way we're going to make it through together. Totally you know, agree. you can't do this alone. I no. mean, it's one of those things, as you were saying earlier, where you're so, first of all, as human beings, we need physical contact. Right, and right. we can't right now. You're scared to do physical stuff. Any do sense. It. And yesterday, I lost a really, really good friend, and I found out during school, mm -hmm. and it just took the wind out of me. And right. one of uh, one of my coworkers came in, and she just said, "Can I give you a hug?" The you know how you like, yeah, but. When I allowed that to happen, because she asked me, can I? She didn't just right, come and right, say, can I give right. you a hug? And I said, yes. And we don't realize until you get that hug, how much that one hug did right. at that right. moment. So yeah, um, it, it's crazy right now. Um, and, and let's talk about this support. We'll come back to coping and managing. Mm -hmm. um, kind of switch things around. Um, that hug, as, as you said, you know, that's what we've been missing in mm -hmm. this world is mm -hmm. is love is hugging each other is touching each other holding hands you know things that we were so used to doing and i'm, and I'm talking about in an innocent way you know mm -hmm. of a mm -hmm. loving yes. you're my friend type thing exactly now you know we're not getting that mm -mm. even with the kids that we work with you can't just hug them you know right. You're afraid. Kids, mm -hmm. they still come in for a hug, but now you're like, oh, you got to back up. You can't do that, you know. Exactly. And they don't get it. And I think and they need it. <laughs> they need it. Right. They need it. The world needs it. That's mm -hmm. why I feel we all are feeling so overwhelmed with things. Um, it's just, and I, and I even say that, you know, um, I've isolated myself from some people, not everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and I, And I just, kind of feel like something's missing mm -hmm. you know um that touch is important you know when you have somebody who shakes your hand or um just touch you on your shoulder you know like exactly. back in the day is the simple stuff that we take for granted exactly. now it, it's missing and you feel like that's what's missing in our lives that puzzle piece of human connection mm -hmm. i agree 100 percent um it's it's like I said, it, we know that touch, human touch makes a big difference in our lives. And when you stop and think about the overall factor of what COVID itself, the pandemic, think about right. pandemic, everybody, you, you, it's just crazy, you know? Right. And, but how do we, I guess it kind of comes back to what we're going to, how do we cope with it? You know, how do we still make life normal in an abnormal Right. World right now. It, it's I'm gonna say this. First of all, it's hard. It's challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, some people on you look online, people are doing it well, you know, they're having a great time. Good. But reality, it's challenging for a lot of us. It, it's a struggle for a lot of us because we're used to doing certain things. 
you know, um, I'm used to hanging out with certain people. Mm -hmm. You know, I always had a small inner circle, but now it's kind of like I see you virtual, virtually on Facebook, or we may talk on the phone, but to get together, right? It, it's just it is put a big divide, mm -hmm. um, and you kind of lose contact with people. Although they're still there, you still lose contact because you need to physically see them. Um, but I do feel like that's the key: is to remain in contact with people. Yeah. You know, you have to virtually is is the safest way. Mm -hmm. You know, thank God for uh, technology. <laughs> right, absolutely. And you know what? It, it has always been here. Yeah, but we just we, didn't take we didn't use it mm -hmm. like this. And and I even say that with the vitiligo community because I'm new to the community. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much 2019, that came in. I still don't know a lot of people. Right. I've met a lot of people virtually, mm -hmm. but I've never met a lot of people in the community. Um, all the majority of the people I've interviewed in podcasts, I've never <laughs> met them in person, only virtually because that's right. how we do things. Exactly. Right. But what it has done, it has allowed us to reach across borders to talk to yes. each other, reach yes, across please. the seas to talk to people. Because mm -hmm. um, think about it, in our normal roundabout day, we wouldn't be talking now. You know, exactly. you'll be in Houston, I'll be in Raleigh talking to people here. We'll be doing things on our groups, but now it has no. kind of forced mm -hmm. us to. And you mentioned something earlier, adapt. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing. We're learning how to adapt with what's given to still keep in contact and connect with people. And which is good because can you imagine if we lost that physical touch and we had no way to connect with anyone? Right. That is just, I can't even fathom it. Yeah, really imagine can't. if this happened in the 1990s. You know, oh, there were wow. other things in the 90s that were happening, but imagine, like you said, we couldn't talk to each other at all. Mm -mm. We would be nuts. We would be yeah. crazy. It is. And and even now, it this it affects people in a lot of different ways. Um, I, and I'm, I mentioned this before, um, before we came on camera, on Facebook, you know, you see some of the memes and people telling you, mm. you know, um, What's the one phrase? I'm good. I've mm -hmm. used that before. Somebody asked you, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm straight. I'm fine. Okay. Yep. And that. a lot of times we're not, but we say it because we feel like, well, I'm in this all by myself. No, no, you're not. No, exactly. you're not. And I'm learning even at work when my coworkers say, how are you today? <laughs> First, I look at them. I just <laughs> stare like, do you really want to know? Cause I'm about to give it to you, you know, <laughs> and, and I'll lay it out there. But once I do, I feel better because mm -hmm. some of that weight has lifted off my shoulders. It's still there. It's still mm -hmm. heavy. It's a release though. Right. So, mm -hmm. And they understand because they're going through the same thing. Right. You know, right. Um, and I think the big part, we have to be open with each other. We have to start talking about what we're going through, how we're feeling. Our brothers out there, you got to speak. You cannot oh, keep yeah. it in. And I, and I say that because as a man, you know, we're going to mm -hmm. say mm -hmm. I'm good mm -hmm. all day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nope, I'm good. I'm good. Nah, it was a good day. It was all right. You know, <laughs> all the things we say and then we forget. Be honest. Yeah. If you feel like you're going to break down, say it because mental health is real. Oh, gosh. You yes. know, it most definitely. And sadly, you know, even with the I'm fine, I think sometimes we feel like I don't want to, like you said, I don't want to burden anyone else right. because if I'm going through, I know they're going through, you know, right. at, at school, 
we talked about this, how overwhelmed we are with paperwork and making sure everything's ready for the next day. And how am I going to get this done when I'm trying to do this? And it's just, it doesn't matter really right now. I think that you just don't know, you don't want to burden anyone else because you feel, okay, I'm sure they they have their own thing that they're trying to deal with. Right. But release is one of the things that I think that we, there are so many ways and yes, it's in, it's good to have someone to talk to. I have great friends that I can reach right. out to. I have a husband who's here that I can talk to kids, right. but when you, even if you don't want to, and this may sound a little strange, even if you don't want to release it to people, there are other outlets. You have to, pr you can pray. Absolutely. You know, God hears everything we're saying. And even though we can't see him, just that release of like, okay, God, this I do it all the time. Right. I don't think I can take it anymore. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you just that's it. Just talk. And here's the thing: a lot, I know that's a lot of people a think a lot of people think, oh, you pray, you got to get down on your knees, you got to no. get in the corner and bow. No, sometimes it's standing in the middle of class and saying, "You got this." Yes. Because because I don't. I don't have it. Right. <laughs> I don't. And it, and that's the thing. I think that. Um, for so long, people have seen God as this, yes, he sits on this throne. Yes, he's all my, yeah. but all he wants is us to have a conversation with us, just like you right. and I are having right now. And we, and folk don't realize that sometimes just that conversation, we start talking a little bit more. We start feeling better. Right. And we, it, it's a release. It's a release. Right. Prayer and, makes and, a difference. And let me say this for people out there who say, oh, I'm not going to pray. Just talk. But even just, if you talk talking out loud, that's cool, too. People might look at you strange, but still talk. We, that's they praying. Don't, praying. They don't need to know your conversation. Exactly. You know? And then sometimes in those quiet moments, yes. he, can, he can hear you. And you speaking and, you know, you in that break room eating that food and like, I don't know what's going on in the world today, but I need some help. You know, <laughs> just, just, hey, just speak and That's say awesome. it, you know, write it down. He, he's got it. He he's understands, it. you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and that's important because I'm, I'm telling you this, what we're given right now is so hard and heavy that we can't bear all this on our own, right. you know. And, and I'm gonna say this too: We're not made to bear this on our own. Exactly. Um, we th we think so. I see it on Facebook a lot. Oh, you got this. You do it on your. No, don't stop telling mm -mm. people you got this. Say say to people: If you need somebody, I'll be here. You can call me. You can talk to me. If I can help you out the best I can, I will. But stop telling people they got this all on their own. No, then they be in a corner somewhere all by themselves with nobody. You yes. know, don't do that to people. Because you don't know what somebody else is dealing with. And right. they may, that one word, you could send somebody over the edge or you can be that right. one person that helps bring them back. And like, okay. Absolutely. I had a friend that happened to post something yesterday and said, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. And I'm like, I'm grieving already for my friend, but I'm like, yes, right. you can. And I'm going to call and make sure you're okay. Right. <laughs> you know, because now it's like, I'm so on alert now you know when because i have a tendency i'm a i'm not a procrastinator but i always think before i, I before i want to reach i'm like oh maybe right, i'll do right, it tomorrow right. oh maybe let me I'm, I, I gotta finish this and when something happens then you have that regret why right. didn't i reach out why didn't i do this when 
it's just so simple in that moment. Right. Absolutely. Hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Do you need anything? Are you sure? Good. That's it. It, Look, and I'll put put it out there in a heartbeat sometimes on my Facebook page. Look, I'm in the school system. Things are rough. I I don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. You know, because so people can understand. They don't know what we deal with when you now I'm gonna say this when you're dealing with kids and getting cussed out by parents and then you get cussed out by kids and then you wait for the bus to come in the bus bus is late late. (laughs) an hour ago you know I mean all these things we're dealing with and then you have to be on top of your game Mm -hmm. because you know um depending on what position you're in in the school you know whether you're support staff or whatever you have people that look up to you and they come to you for answers and if you don't have answers, sometimes you look like, well, you're supposed to know, you know, but no, I don't always have answers, but I can help you find them. And you know, you know what's funny is that the folk at my, the, a lot of my coworkers at school, they always tell me, and, and, I, and I, sometimes I wonder, because <laughs> you're always such a ray of light and you always have such positive things to say. And I always try to encourage people. I really do. Right. But sometimes I can be at that point when it's just like taking, I feel like all everything within me <laughs> right. is just gone. And the funny part, and I don't want to say funny, but I guess that's the way to put it, is that if you, I told some kids today in our advisory class, if you see something, say something. Right, absolutely. You know, that say something. And we talked about initiative. What can you do? Take the initiative to make a difference. Right. And I promise you that when People know at my school when something's not right with Miss Trivet. Right, right. <laughs> They're like, "What's wrong, Mister?" Even my kids come up, Miss Trivet, are you okay? Are you having a hard day? Because they know I'm usually trying to keep that smile on my face, trying Absolutely. to keep going, bouncing. But they have to know, Miss Humans, Miss Trivet is human too. Right. You know, and I think that what you said earlier, being real. It matters. Be real and be honest. And, and let me say this. Even strong people have weaknesses. Yes. So Some of the strongest people are right. the ones that have the <laughs> look, biggest. Look, everybody tell me, I want to be Superman. But guess what? He had weaknesses too. So exactly. you need, you need to watch that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but no, that's the real thing. You know, you I don't care who you are. Even our principals who lead in the school. Yeah. And you look in their face and you can see sadness or you can see yeah. frustration, you know, you can see and stress. It, right. <laughs> and it takes a simple thing of just speaking. Yeah. Hi. You know, people don't realize that a simple hello can change a person's life. Exactly. You know, um, and, and that's that goes back to support. And we're kind of talking about a little bit of everything now, but <laughs> just and that's okay. Um, how we speak to people, what we say can make a big difference in somebody's life. Because sometimes you're in this thing, you're in whatever you're dealing with and you think it's just you. Yeah. Nobody sees you. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Sometimes I feel like it's just me. It's only me. Nobody sees me. Nobody knows what I'm going through. Then it takes that one person to say, thank you for all that you do. Yes. And it's like, wow, you notice, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so it, it, it's important that we still maintain those relationships that not only are we spoken life and uh, life is spoken into us but we speak life into other people exactly and, and it doesn't have to be a lot it, it could just be a simple hello it can be a smile too right a smile well in that in your eyes yeah yes. smile well, in your well, eyes. yeah well you know yeah <laughs> we, we can tell we can tell, you can tell. exactly yeah. you can tell body language all that changes you can tell um 
but coping and managing, you know, we talked about, you know, praying, but also make sure you enjoy the things that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you can see my camera. You can see what's going on behind me, but the listeners can't. I have artwork back here. All that's from our art class that we're doing through BitFriends. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw this out there real quick. Yes. For our listeners, we do have an art class coming up. O- October 3rd is going to be for four weeks. It's only $25 for all four classes. They're, they'll take place on Sunday at 2 o'clock. Each class is about an hour and a half, um, depend, depending on the class and how fast we get through things. Um, I will be the instructor for the class, and I'll guide you through and you know, I do my little Bob Ross thing. <laughs> I, I'm not on his level at all, no. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's a fun class. It, it gives us a chance to wind down and connect with others because we do talk and, you know, we have people from different parts of the country um, sharing and, and doing the artwork and we really connect in that way. And for me, it's relaxing because I can put all of the things I dealt with for that week onto the canvas right. and it makes me forget about it, you know. So that is, you can find that if you go to vitfriends.org and look under classes. Um, once again, that painting class starts October 3rd. You cannot find a cheaper class. It's $25. Yes, you have to buy canvas and some of your paints because it's virtual. But, I mean, come on now. You go to a paint and sip, you're going to spend some money. You're so right this is your that. own $25 class. You'll come up with four masterpieces of your own work. That you. I'll guide you through. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> I, I had to put that out there. That's um, good. That's good. Yeah. But it, but it's something, it's a good way for us to cope. The first class was relaxing. You know, just, we did it on Saturdays, but I moved it to Sunday. Um, but it, it kind of helped us wind down. We were able to talk and share about some of the things we were dealing with and just kind of forget about the pandemic and forget about all the other challenges we were dealing with. Um, but I feel like that's important for us to maintain the things that bring us joy. If you right. like writing, you write. If you like singing, you sing. sing. If you're a dancer, put on dance some music on. and dance. You know? I don't even, I'm not a dancer, but I will put on some good music sometimes. And it's just like. Just enjoy it, right? Yes, just enjoy And I love to write. That's what I do. And um, sometimes just being able to journal what I'm feeling. And right. some really, maybe you don't want to talk to anybody because right. you just don't want to share and there's nothing like just pulling out a paper and pen and writing down your thoughts because I've written so many things. And when I come back and I see them later, I'm like, gosh, I got through that. Right. Gosh, absolutely. I dealt with this, you know. So absolutely. writing is therapeutic. Music is definitely therapeutic. Yes. And, and, you know, that's the thing. You find what's going to help you get through these hard times. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I understand you know, some people drink and other things. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. I, and I know that's your personal business. But I say find something that's positive that's going to get you through. And I know somebody's going to say, well, a drink is positive to me. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But what I'm saying, just find something that's going to bring you joy that's that's not going to hurt you in the long run. It's not going to hurt anybody else. Exactly. You know? uh, even a nice walk. Oh, you yeah. Know, with the temperature starting to change for some mm-hmm. areas. Fall is here. Cycling, right? Mm-hmm. Cycling, you know, um, go to a Zumba class. Yes. Anything. Uh, there are outdoor Zumba classes. You know, there are. Mm-hmm. Do these things that are going to bring you joy. That's going to help you. Um, do things that are going to be healthy for your body. Um, rest is important. Oh my gosh, what is um, that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I and I say that because I feel like as we 
get older, mm-hmm. rest is harder for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a lot of friends that they're right. I went to bed at 10 and I was up at 12, you know, <laughs> or why well, I'm up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and that's I get me. it because I'm like, yo, yeah, I'm sleeping. I'm feeling like I'm sleeping a long time. I look up, it's only two o'clock, back to sleep. Mm-hmm. But some days I can't go back to sleep and yeah. I'm restless. And I'm like, Lord, what is it? But but sometimes it's not a bad thing. Uh, I have to write. Mm-hmm. If something's on my mind and mm-hmm. I feel like God would give me a message, I got to write it down. I can't sleep until I write it down. That's right. Because he's like, not going to let you. Because right. <laughs> he'd be like, God, can't you find another time to do right. this? <laughs> can, can you just wake me up and let me remember what I was going to write? Don't, and I was like, just to say, and don't do that one. Try to say, I'm going to remember <laughs> when I get up. Then you get up mm-hmm. and go, what was I supposed to write? Right. You're just sitting there thinking. And then you're frustrated. <laughs> right. But it, and it's, it happens like that. But trying to get sleep is important. You know, um, sometimes we don't realize that. And if you don't do it on your own, your body will shut you down anyway. Oh, it will. Your body will say, oh, go and lay in the bed. You out. <laughs> that's it. You know, that's me coming home from work. every. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's just so before I start in education, I worked in the airline industry in marketing and I traveled a lot. And so okay. because I was crossing time zones i i was losing so my doctor gave me something to help me sleep and um so now during this time i have i've met with my doctor and i'm like i can't sleep i'm stressed i'm going to bed because i'm thinking about what i need to do or what i didn't get done and just so much is going on and so she i still have to take this and it's not that you want to it's just that you want to you think, and then you think it's gonna make you you sleep, but I wake up and I'm tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, wait a minute, something's wrong right. with this picture, you know. And it's, I don't even know how much it's like you were saying, Mark. It's so important that we rest our bodies, and right. Right. but in order to do that, where it works for us, we have to be able to break down that mental. Um, that mental stress that we're dealing with. We're talking about physical stress, but there's a mental stress that if you don't deal with that one, it's, it, it affects everything else in your body. Absolutely. Uh, And that's the hardest one to deal with the mental stuff. Um, And and I say stuff because that's what it becomes after a while. It does. So much, it piles up on you and it's hard to, to decide, Oh, what's this? This is over here. And you're trying to Compartmental, uh, compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. even say it right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, sorry, we're gonna keep moving. Um, <laughs> you try to find the right space to put it in, and it's hard right. to put it there mm-hmm. because there's something else on top of that. It's like, wow, I just gotta focus. And, and I think a lot of people are dealing with that now. Even my coworkers, we talk about it. It's like, wow, we're triple tasking. You know, people yeah. talk about multi. You got this over here. You have to do, like you said, people are out, so that piles up exactly. on top of you you're trying to help this program exactly your work exactly and and i say if you don't we don't take care of ourselves how are we going to help our kids yeah you know, and your body we, shuts down right. when you don't rest like Absolutely. you said it shuts down and when you shut down what happens you start getting all this other stuff and you you really right. do become more vulnerable for so many other things you know absolutely so we definitely have to take care of our bodies in the midst of everything that's going on as well even while we were talking i sat here and i'm thinking why can't i remember it you know it's like we were talking about um being there for other and helping our brothers and sisters out right. and support and i'm like why can't i think of any of the scriptures that I know to share. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm sitting here while you're talking, I'm like, Lord, like you said, 
God, I can't remember anything. God, and you and I'm getting stressed out <laughs> trying to remember something to help somebody not be stressed. Right. <laughs> so we gotta stop. We're putting too many, we're putting too much pressure on ourselves. Right, you absolutely. just gotta say, you know what? It's simple. God, whatever the words that are coming out of me and my brother's mark, and me and my brother Mark's mouth, let it fall upon the ears of absolutely. somebody that just needs to hear something that we're saying that'll right, make a difference right. in their absolutely. lives. Absolutely. And, and you know, and that's so true because we don't know on our podcast who we're helping. Exactly. What we saying can resonate with somebody, another country we've exactly. never seen before. They're listening and it might change their life or they, it might make them look at the world in a different way. And, and, and I've said it before. I'm okay with that. I don't yeah. need to know whose life I'm changing, mm -hmm. but I just hope my words or something I've said We'll That's what makes a or make a positive impact in somebody's life, you know. Right. Um, I have a friend that's a singer and she changed my life. Um, she's a um, gospel singer and she said, and she's powerful, a powerful singer. She told me, she's told numerous people that she doesn't care if she's singing for one person or 10,000 people. Right. She's going to always give the same um, I don't, I don't even like say performance, but that's for giving for lack of words, performance to no matter if it's one or, or 10,000 people she's standing in front of. Right. And I think we, we get so caught, even in our community, we can get so caught up on numbers, uh, right, how many right. numbers we have when I remember, um, I don't think you've met her yet. Um, mother Harrison, she's like night, she's in her upper nine, mid nineties. And when she came to us, she was just turning 90 years old and wow. she just found out she was diagnosed with vitiligo. And the day she came, when we, at the time we were still having meetings, of course. And sometimes as a leader, you're like, nobody's going to come. I'm right. putting all this stuff out. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm stressed. Right. And that day, something, no, you got to do it anyway. And it was just a few of us there, four of us in the group. And here comes Mother Harrison. And little did we know that um, her testimony was that she, when she found out she had vitiligo, she didn't know what it was. She was 90 something years right. old and you're going to go and you're like, I don't want to live anymore. I'm going to go commit suicide. 90. Right. You've lived right. 90 years and vitiligo has come and now you want to give up on life. Right. And had we not been there that day, because she says it to this day, because we were there and she found out she had this support system and this overall love that just came upon her to let her know right. you're okay. We got you. Right. Right. And now she's still living this vibrant life, you know, still, you know, um, it, and that and it was that one stained one person. That's all, that it, showed takes. Up. That's that's all, it, all takes. it takes. Right. That's all it takes. And that's for anything that we do. If we just right. stop and realize that one word that we share that, like you're saying, you get that early morning call and you're writing it down and you're like, oh, I don't want to say this. Please don't make me say this. <laughs> But somebody needs to hear it. Somebody needs to hear it, absolutely. And, and, you know, and it's not just our community. You know, I often say, now I'm really starting to look at it differently. I said, let's, we should give back to our community, not vitiligo. But our community, yes, right. people. Mm -hmm. um, because we are just as powerful with our community and within our communities. But when we start reaching out to others to help yes. others, that changes the dynamics is rather than people coming to us to say, Oh, tell me about vitiligo. No, I'm giving you a word now. 
I'm a person living with vitiligo. Exactly. But hearing is what I'm saying. So I'm really trying to change my mindset. The on dynamics that as well. Of it, right? Yeah. Um, it is funny you talk about um, having a meeting and thinking no one's going to show up. We're in our community. <laughs> we're trying to put together a picnic. I know people are going to show, but getting people to commit in I the know. beginning mm-hmm. is always nerve wracking because I'm like, okay, my vision is we could do this, we could do that, we could do this safely, we could do this, you know. Hey, and I've already put the video out there and talked to the people, but then I'm like, nobody's signing up, <laughs> you know. But but I'm not going to let that stress me because I know people will show up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for one, I think we're trying to see what the weather's going to be. All these different factors. Oh, it's so many factors. Um, the stress what, there. We go the, the stress of it, right? But one thing I, I do want to mention, and for our listeners to hear this out, laughter is very important. Oh yeah, very. You know, although we're talking about a serious topic, we've been laughing. Yeah. You know, and that's important because you know we do take life serious, and I understand mm-hmm. there are a lot of serious situations, but you also have to find joy. Yeah. And when you find joy in whatever you're doing, you can laugh, you can joke. And I say that for myself because there are times this, the last past two weeks, yeah, yeah, nothing to laugh about. Sure, <laughs> it, the it last year, are, I know. Yeah. Um, usually, I I'm so upbeat, and, mm-hmm. but this this past two last two weeks was so tough. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I didn't find anything funny. Yeah. And then until, until <laughs> one of the kids in class decided he wanted to say my name in the song. Um, it was about 70 times from 9.45 to 10.15. All I heard, sometimes he calls me Mr. Kraken. I don't know why. I don't know where he got that from, but so he was switching between Mr. Braxton and Mr. Kraken. Mr. Kraken, Mr. Braxton, Mr. Braxton, Mr. Kraken. And he kept doing it, kept doing it. it. And and he's singing it in a song. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Mr. Kraken is purple. Mr. Kraken is green. Mr. Kraken is 10. Mr. Braxton is, and I'm thinking, this kid is still saying my name. Oh my gosh. But when I went back and listened to it, it's hilarious. Wow. So it, it it brought me joy. Yeah. And I thought about it. I said, you know, yes, it, it after the first 10 times of hearing your name, you kind of like stop. Don't say my name again. <laughs> but for this child, that was fun to him and funny to him. And that brought him joy. And I just had to look at it like from a child's point of view, he was having fun. Out of the mouths but, of our babes. <laughs> absolutely. But every day, that's what he gives me. He will say my name. I think on average in a day's time, more than 50 times. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, it, and, and there's no reason. It's just no sense. Mr. Braxton, Mr. Kraken. What? And I, I only say what. I just look at him now because I know it, it is what it is. Then, yeah. he, then the song from Frozen came on and he oh, changed gosh. all the words to add Mr. Braxton and he's hitting the high notes. So there are things that when things are rough, and maybe that's what he picked up on. That mm-hmm. in the classroom we were going through something rough and tough, so he decided to switch it up. Yeah, you know, and he decided good. to bring some joy to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Then it really makes you realize, okay, I'm important to this job. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not about always teaching; it's about that connection you make. And listening, yes, yeah. our kids need that. Absolutely. We don't realize that they really do need that. So I have a yeah. little kid who lo- has the most 
beautiful voice. He can sing. And he's a new student for me. And when he started singing and his voice is just angelic. It really right, is. Right. And you don't realize, oh man. And then, then some days though, when I say, are you going to sing for me? Such and such. No, Miss Trimmett, I don't want to sing today. <laughs> and I'm like, but Miss Trimmett needs to hear it. Right, right. And he's like, no. And then you're like, okay, that's fine. I'm sad. And all of a sudden he'll start singing. Right, right. And you don't, and you don't realize like, oh, he that is actually bringing me some joy. <laughs> right, right. Kids know what we need. So as adults, we need to figure out what we need from other adults, you know. And, and I'm going to say that because, you know, if you look look on social media, Facebook mm -hmm. in particular, I don't do Instagram and none of the other stuff, but like Facebook, <laughs> you see a lot of what people are going through. Yeah. Sometimes you read between the posts, you read what they're posting. Like this person really is dealing with this. They're feeling this way, including our community. Um, so we really have to just reach out or just say one positive thing as simple as I love you. Yeah. That can change someone's life, you know, uh, and we don't say that enough, exactly. you know, because we feel like uh, I can't say that because, you know, especially <laughs> men, men, you know, we know how we are. <laughs> they ain't telling about, you know, <laughs> and we start grumbling. No, but it, it's important for as men to say it and to hear it, you know, and know yeah. that somebody cares about us. Um, and for the ladies in our community to know that as well, that there are people here for you yeah. that are willing to listen to you, that understands that you you may be going through the stress of the pandemic. And we understand, you know, we're all coping with the COVID situation, whether it's, you know, a family member who's going through it, somebody right. that we know that may have been, may have passed from it or somebody who just, you know, contracted it, whether it's a kid right. or something, Right. we all know somebody, we all mm -hmm. are being affected in many different ways. But, you know, if we can't do it physically, virtually, we need to extend our hands to hug people. Yeah. Continue to pray for each other. And I don't have to go, hey, I'm praying for you. Exactly. No, I, I just do it. You, you know? just do it. That's right. Um, so we really have to help each other, you know, the best way we can. So, but Diane, we're coming to the end of the show. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a big favor. Okay. Before we wrap it up, can you pray for our community? And not and when I say community, I don't mean Villalagua, I mean people yeah. in this world. Most definitely. Most definitely. Thank you. Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity um, to come together and share about what's happening in this world, oh God. We just thank you, God, because we know that there is no one like you. And so, God, right now we ask that for those who are in going through a hard time right now, God, who are enduring stress, Lord, because of this pandemic that we're in, God, we thank you, Father, for touching right now as only you can. You can see what we can't see, God, because you are omniscient, oh God. You see all things. So we ask right now, God, that you give and meet the needs of those individuals where they are for every person under the sound of our voices, oh God, that hear our voices, God. We just thank you, Father God, for giving them the strength to move forward. We thank you for touching them, Father, as they go through this difficult time that we're in in this world. And we know that you are able to do all things exceedingly and abundantly above anything that we could ever ask of you, oh God. So Father God, right now, for those who are hurting, 
we ask that you touch, oh God. For those who are stressed, we ask that you touch. For those who are grieving, God, we ask that you touch, God, because we know that your touch, God, can just change things in an instant, Father. So we just ask, Father God, that we also ask, God, that you just give people uh, our, our our community, our the people of this world, not to be afraid, oh God, to speak and tell someone when they're in need. God, yes, they can speak to you, God, but sometimes we need to speak to each other, Father. And we just ask that you give them the the raise up that confidence in them and let them know someone cares, God. And don't let us be afraid, God, to reach out and tell someone or ask someone if they need something, if they need help, if they need prayer, if they need whatever, God, and let us be there to do that, oh God. Father, we just bless you. And we know that you're going to make that in spite of all that's happening, that you still sit on the throne. And we thank you, Father, for everyone, God, under the our voices under the sound of our voices that we don't even know God who we're reaching God, but we know that you do. And we ask that you touch right now and that whatever is needed, Father, we thank you that you are needed. You said that you will provide, Father, and we trust that your hands will provide. We trust that your eyes see and we trust that your ears hear. And we bless you and we thank you. I thank you for my brother, Mark, for what he's doing, Father God, through this podcast, God. we thank. I thank you for the those that he are that he's reaching here in our country, those who are he's reaching in other countries, God. It doesn't matter if it's one or ten thousand, God. We thank you because it's something that needed to be said, something that needed to be spoken, something that needed to be heard. So we just bless you and we thank you. And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love you. And God, we love you and we trust you. And we know that in the end, you win. And because you win, we win. So we praise you and we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Diane, thank you so very much. I think we needed that. That's how I wanted to end on that high note. I thank you so very much. And for our listeners out there, thank you for listening. You have been listening to Living Life and Love. And this is your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'd like to thank my special guest, Diane. Make sure you tell someone you love them, but most of all, love yourself.